Uneducated and Broke is a weekly entertainment podcast where we mix hip-hop, headlines, and all things ATL into the success of Black millennials in the Black culture. All right, Q and his throat burning. I don't know what him and his boo was doing. But anyway, happy uh, Friday. Wow. <laughs> I wow. I mean, who's uh, watching the show saying, oh, my throat was burning? <laughs> like, you want us to do something about it, Q? You want us to give us some lozenges? No, I was, I was cooking. Like, you know, I like spicing my shit, so I think it's probably a little bit of that. Is that what you think? The spices got your throat burning, huh? You know, if you yeah. bite down on a, uh, a toothpick, it kind of helps with that. I didn't like, know that. Yeah. No more, you jump know. In, jump into oh, a what? What you got to bite into, Maya? You got to bite a toothpick while you're like spicing and chopping onions and all that stuff. I heard something like that. Something that were about a match. Like, a, that didn't do nothing. Everything was still burning. Okay, well, maybe. <laughs> Randy, we can't help that bar. You got to see the clinic for Boy, that. Boy, bye. That's <laughs> chewing that uh, all right. over there. Uh, all right. <laughs> happy Friday. Happy, happy Friday. Penicillin. Right. <laughs> Penicillin is your friend. I don't know anything about that. Wow. Our producer is back. Hey, Zay. Zay from the Bay. She's, uh, yeah, Zayna wasn't with us last weekend, and um, luckily we was able to get the show going, but it did, it definitely let me know why you are valued and needed. Thank you for coming back, Z, baby. Okay. Um, so I want to kind of go this, like, first, like, kind of breaking news. I don't know if y'all saw it, but it was a mother that was charged with uh, killing her three-month-old baby. I saw that. um, you know, if you want to, if you saw, okay, Q, you kind of see it, or Mike, y'all kind of tell our listeners, give them a little context. I saw it, I didn't read it, but I did see the headline. I just, I, I rolled past it. I couldn't do it. She, she was being stupid. Yeah. Um, Mike, you want to, because I either or. Yeah, in, that, in Atlanta, um, this mother deliberately just crashed the car, uh, her car, into... I guess the husband, the baby daddy, the I, I don't know what kind of relationship they had, but uh, it, it couldn't have been that old because the baby was only uh, three months old, so a baby girl, but it just crashed her vehicle uh, in his car. <laughs> I, I'm still stuck. Okay, but but the baby, the the baby, uh, the baby died. The 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 father injured as well. Um, but one of the witnesses said that they were in the house when they just heard like this boom and they came out and they saw this car just turned sideways. It was up against the tree and like she was ramming her car into the side of his car. Did she uh, not realize the baby was there? Like, are you that dumb? He he came to either get the baby or they had just put the baby in the car. Like, I, I'm just trying to figure out what is happening. What what went through what went through that moment? What happened? And yeah. that's what I want to know. He probably told her. He probably told her he was cutting her off. He probably used to eat her ass. And when you get good sex like that, and you know, it does something to y'all. Y'all just don't know how to act. From what I don't I think heard. I'm gonna kill my kid over some sex, though. I don't know that she intentionally killed her kid. She just wasn't thinking in the moment. She's a was dog. not. Uh, the witness said, like, all she heard, she heard the girl screaming, like, I told him that I would kill him. Uh, and I kill him dead. And then telling the people, this is the other thing that caught me off guard too in the story. Um, and uh, shout out to one one of our homies, Veronica Waters. She was covering it too. And the witness said, "Can like the girl just sat and it was like, can y'all get my baby out the car?" And like she just sat wherever she she was, like that's my baby in the back seat. But y'all had just put the baby in the car, ma'am. Yeah, like, just put the baby in the car. 
So I, I kind of feel like maybe it was not intentional. Maybe it was just, but that, that goes back to just that dumb stuff. Like the same other girl, remember, who tried to light that boy car on fire and got blown back? That shit was funny. There is a bomb in Gilead. There is a bomb in Gilead. That's got to suck. One, boy. So I don't know if you guys are listeners, if y'all saw the video really quickly, I don't know if we put it on our social media pages, but there's the video of a girl. She poured like some gas uh, uh, gas inside of the car, the guy's windows was down. And then she called herself trying to take a lighter in, but she didn't even like throw the lighter. She gonna kind of put the lighter inside of the car and it just did the blowback and it blew her right back to a car. You don't, you don't do that with gasoline, bless her. You can, tell, <laughs> you can tell she grew up watching Waiting to Exhale. No, she ain't never watched it. <laughs> She, she was just too excited to throw that match, and it was just a little too close for comfort. But um, I, go ahead, you're sorry. She blew her shit off, boy. The, <laughs> the, the impact of her head bouncing off that car was so boy. I watched that man times in the rock. Everybody's been laughing at this stuff. No, thank you. She she didn't get hurt. You know, she didn't suffer any bad. She damage. shouldn't have did it in the first place, or so whatever. <laughs> yeah, the just, memes and the parodies I've been seeing That's what's right. classic Rolling. Too funny So we do want to encourage, you know, y'all You know, maybe just violence and doing stuff like that to get back That ain't the best way Stick with it slicing is, tires Just stick with slicing the tires I don't think you should mess with just anybody's property three. Don't slice four You should mess with cars Right there go just slice tires And if you want to, siphon the gas out Don't put sugar in the tank because the insurance will cover it Oh, oh. <laughs> wow. Oh, that's right. She's telling on herself. Uh, I'm, I'm not saying this is me. Why no. Why is that cute to do that to somebody's car? Why is that cute? You know how strong your jaws got to be to siphon gas? <laughs> I know. To kind of... Look at Randy. <laughs> well, she know. Look at Maya. Uh, the demonstration <laughs> Randy just did. Hold up now. Oh, right. Randy, you've done it. that before? Oh. I had, I, it was in a country, though. But it was like we're trying to help get that damn gas, like you said, coming up the pump. But that was oh, not on no weird stuff. That was oh, country stuff. Oh, okay. Was that before or after the cucumber? You know what? Anyway, moving on <laughs> to the last couple of things. Uh, I'm not listening to Q. Really quick, we'll get ready to about that. <laughs> Before we jump into our, because uh, we got a slap it or dappy guest, guys, coming up on the show. We have a um, we have a comedian up on the show. We got a lot to talk about. Um, so yeah, when we get back, I wouldn't want to kind of bring up about the Netflix specials. They're doing like a highlight to black yes. uh black sitcoms coming back. I Man, love I gotta, it. Got a few seconds to drop it, right? Yes, I do. I think so. She ain't sent <laughs> so, us the break yet. She ain't so sent us the Netflix, break. So Netflix, just so you guys know, the seven black sitcoms that are coming to Netflix over the next few months: Moesha, The Game, Sister Sister, Girlfriends, The Parkers, Half and Half. And one on one. We'll elaborate when we come back for the break. Mm. You gotta keep listening. Monique right too. here. Anyway. <laughs> um, Black Educators. So is Tia. Black icons. It's strong. It's empowerment. It's leadership. It's me. It's the culture. I'm African American. My skin tone is brown. I have a son. He's African American. His skin tone is brown. I'm here to uplift. I'm here to inspire. I'm here to lead. You can follow us at Black Icons 83 on Facebook and Instagram. And right now we're working on the website, so anything you see on the page, you can shoot us a DM. And someone to get back to you within 24 hours. Shop Black Icons.
What up, y'all? It's Mike B. And get your weekly headlines right here on your favorite podcast for the culture, Black Educated. And we not broke no more. We just never forget where we come from. We are here back on Black Educated and Broke. And right before the break, I was kind of teasing about the new Black sitcoms that were coming out. And, you know, I know Q was the only one that was like, all of these shows were whack. And I'm like, Q, Moesha, The Gang. Sister, sister. You said all of them. Girlfriend. The Parker. All right. So, growing up with my moms, you know, I really have, I couldn't watch what I wanted to watch. So, I had to watch (laughs) what she was watching. Uh, But some of these, I did watch voluntarily. Uh, Sister, sister, I was watching it was on. Like, when you're at home during the day, you're going to watch daytime TV. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. used to show the black shows. So, I would watch uh, Sister, sister. Uh, I, I really enjoyed uh, Girlfriends because they was all fine. Yes, uh, they were. Who else did I used to watch? I never watched the game. I did oh. watch. I did watch Moesha. The Parkers. I, I, I kind of watched the Parkers. It was a bit much. I, I, if I got to be honest, I watched the Parkers to see her white homegirl because she had a fat ass. Oh my gosh. <laughs> she had cakes. Stevie Van Low. Yeah, I would try to catch a glimpse, like a side view of it or so it wasn't always possible. And when she turned to the side, oh, let me oh tell you something. Oh my gosh, she had cakes. Oh, my bad. But yeah, it was okay. it was some good shows. I didn't I didn't watch them like all the way through, but I watched several of them. Okay, well, Maya, we're happy. Maya, no, she put it on our Instagram page. If you want to go and check it out to see when, Head over to our Instagram, Black Educated and Broke, or our Facebook, Black Educated and Broke, or even on Twitter, which is BEB Podcast underscore ATL. So y'all know what time it is. It's time for our Melanin News. And Mike B, he got it covered. What's going on? I'm Mike Presley. No, I'm Mike B. And listen, for the latest in Black News, Melanin News, make sure you're listening to me on Black Educated and Broke. I'm Mike B with your Melanin News. Keep his name out of your mouth. That is a huge statement from black leaders in reference to conservative politicians paying tribute to the late great Congressman John Robert Lewis of Georgia. Many have offered their remarks of the civil rights titan from Senator from Senator Majority Leader Mitch McConnell to Georgia Governor Brian Kemp. Yet still no pressure, mentions, or arrest in the fatal shooting of Breonna Taylor. We say her name every week, but top stories around the country. This is from the Griot. A hologram of George Floyd is set to tour the southern United States in the coming weeks. The exhibit will travel roughly along the route of the 1961 Freedom Rides, reportedly stopping at five different sites. This visual will be posted on our social media pages. Please tell us what you think. Let's get back to Chicago, where a police chief, Dion Boyd, was found dead earlier this week of an apparent self-inflicted gunshot wound. His death comes less than two weeks after he was promoted to head the department's drug crime unit. Boyd had been with the department for nearly 30 years. In 2017, a study showed that Chicago's police department was 60% higher than the national average when it comes to police suicide. In Atlanta, the water boys. Now, I want to know how y'all feel about this. Since June, Atlanta police have investigated two dozen incidents two shootings one was fatal an 18 year old and also the water boys threatening people with their guns as of this past week atlanta police have asked people not to purchase water or engage with these young men atlanta leadership mayor keisha lance bottoms city council president felicia moore y'all got a mayor named keisha and the city council president named felicia have called the police to get them out of the streets 
An Atlanta Police Department social media video is out saying the city is working on a plan. Coronavirus numbers update 12 states reporting at least 100,000 confirmed cases. California, Florida, New York, Texas, New Jersey, Illinois, Georgia, Arizona, Massachusetts, North Carolina, Pennsylvania, and Louisiana. The United States death toll nears 148,000. According to a report from Black America Web, more Americans have died in the pandemic than the Union soldiers who died in the Civil War. For shoppers, Walmart and Target have already announced they will be closed this Thanksgiving. Let's talk about HBCU Dominion Energy. They have, they're donating $35 million to HBCUs in Virginia, Ohio, North and South Carolina. The six-year program called HBCU Promise will provide $25 million in funding to select institutions with $10 million in scholarship funds to support Black and minority students in the company service areas. Hampton, Norfolk State, Virginia Union, Virginia State, Allen University, Benedict College, Claflin University, South Carolina State, Central State University, Wilberforce University, and North Carolina A&T. Thank you all for joining me on the Black Educated and Broke Facebook Live State of the Movement. We have Georgia up-and-coming politician, Barrington Martin II. I have an interview with him, of course, on our YouTube page. And of course, we'll get that video out, but it's still on Facebook. Good conversation as we also honored the late great Congressman, my Congressman, John Lewis. That's on Facebook Live, the state of the movement with Mike B. For the latest in black news, our news, follow me on Twitter at Mike B underscore news. This is your Melanin News heard weekly right here on Black Educated and Broke. Thank you, Mike B, for oh, so many good headlines. Oh, my God. I mean, I want to weigh on it, but I'm going to do what he said. I'm just going black, educated, and broke. And, you know, our social media pages, I'm just going to weigh in what I think there, especially about those <laughs> water boys. But, Girl. Guys, okay, Mike, we're going to talk about it a little later because you got feelings too, right? We're going to get into that, but we got we to gotta take a break because we got our comedian coming on. We got Mr. Marlon Ballard with the funny. We got to talk to him because he's giving us some good insight and lots of laughs. We may meet that after some of that news we just heard. So, guys, you want to keep looking so we can bring that good old fun energy here on Black Educated and Broke. Do you have a business that needs a social media makeover? Or perhaps you just simply do not have the time to run your business and manage your social presence. Allow Randy O PNR to take the wheel. From posting content to engaging with customers, Randy O PNR will seamlessly handle all of your social media needs. For a list of all of their services, go to www.randyopnr.com or check them out on social media at Randy O PNR. Take the worrying out of posting and allow the experts at Randy O PNR to handle it for you. What's up? What's up? This is your boy, comedian Marlon Ballard, man. Y'all are in Black Educated and Broke Podcast, man. Check these cats out. They're funny, man. We had a hell of a time. Check them out every single week. Do this. All right, guys. We are here back on Black Educated and Broke. And our guest, we kind of pitched just a few moments ago earlier before our commercials, we have a millennial comedian, y'all. A first on Black Educated and Broke. So I want to introduce y'all to him, give you a little bio so y'all can see who this young brother is, okay? So... Originally from Lorraine, Ohio, comedian and actor Marlon Ballard became a stand-up comedian around July 2012 when his mentor, Shantae Williams, love her, discovered him. He hit his first stage at the Punchline Comedy Club in Atlanta, Georgia, and his comedy career has soared since then. He's worked with well-known comedians and actors such as Paul Mooney, legend, uh, Ron White, Rodney Perry, Chris Tucker, uh, Affion Crockett, Carlos Miller, Justin Hines, the Wayans family, and more. He's been exposed. He ain't new to this. He true to this. 
Um, Marlon, he's currently on the Fresh and Funny tour with Brandon T. Jackson. Didn't even know that. That's dope. Um, he spends most of his spare time performing at local comedy clubs at his home in Atlanta, Georgia, such as Uptown Comedy Club. Us locals may have heard of that. Um, and The Laughing School and more. His commentary, roast, and stand-up have been known to have the audience in tears from laughing. He's received rave reviews wherever he has the opportunity to perform. Y'all, let's make some noise for Marlon Ballard. Yeah. Right, right, yeah. Right, like, dang, dog. You ain't knew this for real. Hey, I'm not. I'm not. It, it, it's, it's years and years of, of hard work to get to, to that level, you know? It, it really it really is. And the people that are already on that level, they don't want to deal with no amateurs. So you got to really get on your feet real quick. Okay. That makes yeah, sense. Yeah, I, I hear the community. Carlos Miller is. Carlos isn't about to associate with nobody that is trash. And I'm like, I need to get, I need to get on my feet. I really do. <laughs> oh, wow. Tell me, so I know that. What you better say, Q? I was just saying that uh, Mike is a heavy on the comedians, and I be it ain't hard to make me laugh. So if you funny, I'm gonna mess with you. And we grew up watching Comic View and Def Comedy Jam. Yes. And you listen to those legends, and they they saying the same thing. You know, it's it's not easy. They go on stage like Martin and Bernie Mac is my all time favorite. Like, yeah. They'll talk about how hard it was and how they weren't getting a chance. A lot of people don't know is that time when Bernie Mac was on Def Comedy Jam when he was talking about, I ain't scared of you. That was his first time on there. Mm -hmm. And they was booing people off stage. And that's how he got that line going. Like, I'm going to tear it up and y'all not going to boo me. I'm about to kill it. And hell, that was his break. And, and, and that forever went down in history as one of the greatest sets on Def Jam. Ever. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> ever. Straight confidence. He had it. You had to. You had to go up on that stage. Yeah. I'm blessed. And so, so what I want to know, Marlon, with you, like, how did you, because 2012, I would consider that kind of recent, you know, like going on eight years now. Like, how did you even get started into that? Um, I started camping out, like, just going to comedy clubs religiously, not getting up, just going to watch to see how it, to see how it went. I've seen people get booed. I've seen people get standing ovations. And I'm like, it's nerve-wracking, especially when you have to do it in front of people that look like you, because you don't want to disappoint your people. Hey, you don't want to disappoint your people at all. They gonna boo you. <laughs> <laughs> and, and it's a difference between like comedy clubs, because if you go somewhere like Uptown, which is a predominantly black club, mm -hmm. you have to come out the gate swinging, kind of like Bernie Mac did in that video, because mm -hmm. you don't yep. want to be, you don't want to get booed because they ain't never gonna let it down. <laughs> You can get booed and then come back next week. They're like, oh, you knew they got booed last week. Yeah, they <laughs> yeah, <I> will. <laughs> I've, I've heard Donnell Rollins say, uh, like, when, when a black audience, like, you you got to come quick. Like, you got to you go do. boom, boom, boom. Your jokes got to come back to back to back. It's as soon as you lose them, you lost. And, and here's the thing, though, with, with, with what our audience is, they're, they're already kind of on edge because think about it. They paid to the park. Yep. Mm -hmm. They paid to come in. Pay the drink. Two out of minimum. Right. Yeah, minimum crap. <laughs> so, so, so the dude that's paying for everything that's on the date, he's already like, bro, you better be funny. I don't waste <laughs> Like, come on now. Let's do Let's. Where the jokes at? Where the jokes? Right. Exactly. And then you, then you come in to see the headliner. And then, you know, at Uptown, and I come and tell how I met you at, at another club in Atlanta. But like at Uptown, you coming to see a headliner who you know, you done seen on TV, whatever, whatever. You coming to see them and you got to wait 
three, four people in front of them. Y'all better be funny. <laughs> hey, that, hey, that's what I call death, the death jam for Jammy Jam. No, ain't uh, nobody. Nobody go home. <laughs> we night. We get break the sleeping bags. That's <laughs> funny. Uh, what a, what a, being a comedian, like you were saying earlier, like it's so much pressure, like, you know, so what makes it fun? Why do you want to do it? Oh, what makes it fun? It's it's a it's a way to vent. Like, I can do that on Facebook all day. I can post statuses about what's going on, but I feel a, a connection when I get on stage and I get to make people laugh on demand. When you see that you have the power to do that, you're like, yo, this is a good feeling. It's, it's a good feeling. It's like when you're a poet and you're not even finished with your poem and it's already doing this. You're like, yes, oh, yeah. God. So that is it's it's a it's a great feeling. That it's a feeling that you can't get anywhere else to me, you know. Saying it's worth all what if you get the anxiety, it's worth it to put somebody a smile on somebody's face. So then I wanna know a situation, like if you give us an example when it really was hey, like going let somebody else ask I know, but this this is my last nah. one. <laughs> <laughs> This is my last one. I just want to know what did, how did you turn, what, give me an example where you turned the crowd around. Like you started, Marlon, and they booing, like booing, booing, but you ended up turning it around. And then before when you was done, they was giving you a standing ovation. Has that happened? And if it did, how did you na navigate it to go that way? I've never been booed, thank God. What? Thank God. But I'll tell you what's worse than being booed the silent treatment. Oh, yeah. If, if you're on stage telling jokes, Sound of people eating, like you hear the plate. I'm like, oh, oh Lord, oh yeah. And they start like slowly chattering, then the chattering gets loud, and then that's when they, I'm like, it's time to wrap it up, wrap it up. But I've had like, I'm not perfect. I've had those moments. I'm like, yeah, I need to get my stuff together because like, this is not me. And then I'll come back the next week and do a lot better than I did. It's just some jokes just need work, you know. You can't go in there with no, with no, you know, trash and expect to get a standing ovation. You just got to work on your craft. Okay, all right. Well, I'm going to let some people get some questions in. I know something to say. But we're going to take a quick break. For those who are kind of joining in just now, we're, uh, we're sitting with Marlon Ballard, uh, Millennium Comedian. He'd been in Uptown Comedy. He'd been working with the Wands. Yeah, he'd been doing this. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to delve in more to kind of see what he's been doing, what's coming up next. So if you want to hear it, you got to keep listening about it right here on Black Educated and Broke. So I'm hearing it's a hot girl summer. But ladies, you got to be fashionable too. Visit Eye Candy for the latest sunglasses, the best quality, and even better prices. Check us out on IG. That's E-Y-E underscore candy. That's candy with a K, 242. Let us know what you think. I'm listening to Black Educated and Broke. All right, guys, we are back here on Black Educated and Broke. Sitting here chatting with the amazing, the great, funny, talented comedian, Marlon Ballard. Uh, before you. we left off, he was telling us like one of the worst things um, than being booed is the silent treatment. So that was something new that I did not, I never thought about that, but that probably is a little bit worse. That means, that means you're not worth my booze. That's what that means. You get the silent treatment. You're not worth my booze. I'm going to sit here and stare at you until That's you depression. And see, when somebody's not funny to me, uh -oh. yeah, I, I start looking at something else or on my phone or eating, and I'm like, damn, I didn't know thought of, I thought that was me being nicer by not booing. But now you've taught me something, so I'll try to do something else. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, Q. Oh, <laughs> thank you, Randy. I appreciate it. Oh, sure. Um, hecklers. All right. <laughs> so being a heckler is almost one of the funniest things at a comedy show, but only if the comedian can get them to shut up and make a <laughs> fool out of them. 
Uh, D.L. Hughley is one of the greatest at shutting people up and flaming people in the audience. Steve Brown is another. Mm-hmm. another oh, Tori. One of your. Yeah, one of your. <laughs> yeah, both of them are my dogs. All three of them, actually, now that we speak of it, they all the brothers uh, when it comes to it. Have you had to deal with a heckler? And is that something like you specialize in and making everybody loud and making them sound stupid? Um, have I? Hecklers, they try who they want to try. Like, like you gave all those names, like Steve Brown and everything. Um, some sometimes they go to the show just for you to roast them. Mm. They want to be a part of the show. So, um, I really don't have a problem with hecklers because the persona I give out on stage, they don't want to deal with me because, like, I, I, oh. I go for the really, I'm gonna go for the judge. Really? <laughs> You, you have to have something in the chamber because somebody's gonna, they're gonna try you. you and you never know, like you never know who can be. Most of the times the dudes that's on dates trying to impress the women. You got a flamous girl. Yeah. You got a flamous girl. <laughs> oh no, <laughs> you going for the girl. I flame her ass. It's more of a win if she leaves with you. So, <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you never know, but um, I've seen fights happen from, you know, hecklers that lose. You know, they, I, t- I tell people this all the time. Memphis is one of the hardest crowds. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Memphis, Tennessee is one of the hardest audience because they're funny too. Memphis yes. has some of the funniest people that lose. They do. Go to a show in Memphis and they start going as a comedian. If you don't have any jokes for them, don't say nothing. Just don't say nothing because you're you done. Uh, was it Chuckles? Chuckles is that that's in Memphis? Chuckles, if Chuckles. you if you ain't got no jokes, just going with your jokes because oh, if they man. roast you, the crowd is going to join in, and then now you lose. That that's it. Oh, that's a wrap. <laughs> exactly. But uh, other than that, like to answer your question, I've never had a problem with hecklers. Like I always keep one in the chamber. But you see what's happened over the years, like the Steve Brown incident. Remember that? Yeah. yeah, but he's been doing it for so long, but that was the first time I've ever seen him have an altercation like that. But I did see that. It was unfortunate. What happened for those of us who yeah, don't it know? Was crazy because I was there that night. Oh, what word. happened? What happened, Marla? What did he do? What did he do? What happened? It was, it was, uh, Steve likes to, you know, pick people out in the crowd, like, and make them part of the show, like, uh, in a positive way. He does roast the audience, but that night he was just finding people in the crowd, like, just to bring them in closer to him for them to get to know him better. And the guy he tried to bring him to the show was fresh out of jail, already was mad. Oh, Lord. And it just went south from there. That's when the camera started rolling. I'm like, oh, boy. They done pulled them phones out. That's ugly, boy. <laughs> and the thing is, it's a Sunday crowd. So most of the time, Sunday crowds is the church crowd. So I'm like, I didn't expect this from the church crowd. What's going on? And then, bam, we on TMZ the next day. I'm like, Y'all were. Uh, definitely was. <laughs> it's cool. He used to, uh, when he used to come to Langston, because he, he came quite a few times while I was in college, and he would run the same jokes and get in the audience and do that. You know, that's you expected that from Steve Brown. Like, it was all love. He would hang out with us afterwards. Like, but some people ain't with jokes. Like, they don't play that, man. Embarrassing them in front of folks. Like, some people take that very serious. And that's why when you go to some shows, the front row be empty and then people start sitting in the back. Like, I'm like, you know we can still see y'all, right? Like, it's, <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah. It's Nobody wants to sit in the front of a comedy yeah. show. <laughs> I remember at Langston Q, like that one time I decided to sit in the front and I was like a little late. 
He want to tell me uh that I'm over here looking like New York. You know, he who was it, Steve Brown? I don't, I don't remember being Steve. It was another was it D Ray. No, the uh, red when red came. Oh, when red came. He like oh. a New York in the building. <laughs> I was like, oh my red god. Red definitely flamed. I, I remember that. that oh my god. <laughs> but but two two comics to not sit in the front row for this show are Corey Holcomb or TK Kirkland. Oh, I love, love Corey, TK. Oh, he's so funny. <laughs> no, I sat up front with TK before. And I sat in front with Corey. Yeah, I love Corey. They, <laughs> they, pick, they pick who they want, but they, if they flame if your ass. on their list, yeah. they're going to get you. They're going to get you. They're going to get you. Hey, what about Bruce Bruce? Is he still flaming, folks? Or Bruce Bruce, get you, it don't matter what you got on, boy. Bruce Bruce, see you coming through them doors? <laughs> uh, and the funny thing is, like, you know, he's from Atlanta. Like, I've never met Bruce Bruce. Like, he's some Atlanta vets just don't come to, to the clubs here no more. They just don't. They go on the road, get their money, and they come oh. here just to go home. That's it. I've never yeah. seen or I met Bruce relax. Bruce. I met Bruce Bruce, and he was dope as hell. Because, you know, we work at the radio station uh, for, like, Kiss 104. And he came. Like, I think he was talking with Sasha the Diva. And uh, he was really good energy. And what I've been noticing, for me, a lot of comedians, I mean, I guess it's the act. They're not the person that they put off on the for their performance. They're usually very different. And in my opinion, Marla, they don't usually be as friendly, the real deal. <laughs> yeah. It, it, they can be like, there's a lot of comics that are they're friendly, and then some are not. Like, the ones that and I heard about your boy, Marlon, to be specific. You know, and I know they are friends, but he was one of the people I heard is funny, like, on the, but, you know, one-on-one, he don't be wanting to talk to folks. He was really personable when I met him. Uh, Mar- Marlon, he, I mean, he has his days, but sometimes he just don't like the crowd of people swarming him. He doesn't like mm. that. Okay, one-on-one, then I can understand. One-on-one, he likes you to take a picture. He'll let you talk to it. Like, he's, he's, he's probably the most approachable man out there. Okay. Really? Even more his wow. brother? Ooh. He came to Clark a few times. He was at Clark Atlanta a few mm. times. He's, a, yeah, he's when the he most approachable one. Now, Damon is the more, like, reclusive one. Like that. Okay. That's my Maybe favorite. A big Michael Jackson fan, so that's how he's hilarious. Like, you can no, get him. <laughs> Let's go. Move off. Let's do it. That's dangerous. How did you get a part of them? Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Ron. Yeah, I'm just curious. Speaking of Marlon, what advice have you gotten from the legend? Um, Marlon, like he's. I grew up watching Marlon. I used to skip school to watch Lane's brothers. Everything's not for everybody. He was like, you may be a comic right now. And he's like, you're funny. But he's like, you might transition in the radio. You might go into movies. You might, you, you never know. Because you, you look, Jamie Foxx came from a living color. And you mm-hmm. see he's a triple threat. Yeah, Music, triple threat. Love movies, stand up. Yeah. So he's like, you may not always be a stand up comic. He's like, you still got to find your voice. He's like, I'm still trying to figure out what I want to do. So always keep your, keep your doors open and whatever comes your way take it just just take it that's real because stand up is not for a lot of these comedians i'm gonna mm. tell the truth <laughs> they know q know mike I does go, not like anybody who I started comedy hard. after 2000 and you, it, it take a lot it take a lot to impress me like literally so with with with, with comedian marlon Ballard, who we have on here uh it was a sunday show um i went out of town so i got back and I had a group of people, they was like, hey, we had, they had the um, the complimentary tickets to Atlanta Comedy Theater. And uh, Thea Vidal was performing. Thea Vidal. Now, now Ron just called Marlon a legend. No, his brother's a legend. I'm just <laughs> That's my joke. Anyway, a legend. I love Thea Vidal. That is a, a queen. That is a pioneering queen of comedy. And so I, I've never, I just want to go, go see her. 
and uh, we went to go see her. All these comedians hit the stage, and uh, Doo Brown, another OG, he opened up before the theater. All these comedians hit the stage, and you talking about side, nobody booed, but you talking about silence at the Atlanta Comedy Theater. But when Marlon Ballard hit the stage, it was some laughs in there because that's I hit you. I, I connected with you right after the show. We walking yeah. out, I was like, "Hey man, I'm like, hey come here, cause like you was you was funny." So, yeah. but it it takes a lot to impress me now. These comedians, everybody's doing videos and stuff. So when I see the stand up, I'm like, "Yeah, just go go and do wild and out and and do your videos." Because when we talking about stand up comic and who you the the people you've worked with, like literally you you got you told us about Ron asked about Marlon Wayans. Me, I want to ask about Paul Mooney. Because Paul Mooney at this point in age will yeah. will no longer touch the stage like he used to with his health, but he's still yeah. with us. What like what was that like working? Now that's an icon, that's a legend. What was that like working with Paul Mooney? I was sweating bullets. <laughs> he don't hold back, I'm, boy. He'll I'm like, yo, this is this is Paul Mooney. Like, yo, I, I get to do five minutes in front of him. Like, look. And I went up to Paul, and Paul will say some some crazy stuff to you. I was like. Hey, Mr. Mooney, like, I'm going up before you, like, I'm a big fan. And he looked at me, he's like, hey, who are you? <laughs> <laughs> who are you? I'm like, I'm a comic. He's like, well, do your thing. Just, I try to shake his hand. He's like, oh, fist bumps. You got white hands. I don't trust me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what? I'm like, I don't, I'm not white. And it's, it's just his personality. He's a great oh, guy. I love that. I love that. And, and at the time I met him, he was still healthy like everything Paul is had I think he's had cancer and it's like he's had he has dementia real bad so like he's really, really his right mind they were still putting him on the road not like for ignoring his conditions and I'm like man just let, let this man rest he did what he had to do with the comedy absolutely all right everybody let this man rest he deserves it the road for him everything exactly exactly uh -huh. I right, so of the Wayans, uh, uh, if you read your bio, uh, your but your, your I guess you can say your your break or your opportunity came with with Shante, mm -hmm. with Shante Wayans. All right, now who she belonged to? Which one of them? Because you know it's a million of them Wayans. I, and th there's a lot of Shante belongs to uh, Elvira Wayans. So okay, look at the Wayans There's there's five of them that are famous, and there's five that right. are right. Okay, Shante's mom is the one that stayed behind the scenes. So Shantae's, Shantae's brother is Damien. Y'all, if y'all are familiar with Damien, he's from Major mm -hmm. Pain. Yeah, yeah. that's her brother. Okay. That's what I thought. Yep. Yeah. So, so it's, it's it's a lot of Damien Junior is cool. Uh, I can't, can't even really name them all. But what it, has Sean been doing? Sean Wayne's. I ain't seen him since Wayne's work. Uh, Wayne's brother. <laughs> and I and I love me. No, I did. It white girls after oh, that. Well, I mean, the, the movies and girl. Uh, yeah. Scary yeah, he's on the road. He's on the no, road. Sean's been on the road. He, yeah. he does stand up. He goes on. He goes on the road. He does stand up. He's funny. I, I, yeah. I like Sean. He was at that tour. know, he's the pretty boy. Yes, like, he yeah, is. Pretty boy. <laughs> they, they did, did that tour with all four of them not too long ago. What did you say? They did that tour with all four of them not too long ago, right? Yes, they did, and and that was one of the funniest shows I've ever seen because you literally have all four that like because Kane is the writer. Dame is the best stand-up comedian out of all of them. Marlon's the best actor, mm. and Sean is like he's the he's the 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 glue that mends them all together. So they all got their roles, and it's, it's, it's chemistry. Like they're brothers. Like they inspired everybody. 
Can you imagine what a holiday is like at that house? Right. Man. All right, listen. I'd lose my shit. Let like, me I tell you. I, right. I ain't even going to pee. I don't want to miss it. <laughs> I'm going to sit here right here, and I ain't going to miss a joke, because you know it's going to be. And like condolences, cause they they just lost mama, they, they just did. lost their mom. But let me tell you something. I know they didn't have their moments of sadness, but you talking, you know, you know what happened when somebody in a black family die, and Ooh, everybody yeah. gets together. Man, mm-hmm. I, I know Joke. they crying right now, roasting on their childhood and everything else. But but you remember, mama, man, I know it's off the chain right now. Oh, I heard about the Thanksgiving dinners. I heard nobody say as soon as you walk in, you better be. I did hear that. Until you want to fight him. I heard that. I did hear that as well. From uh, as a matter of fact, I think it was Shantae. She was on the interview I was watching, and she said that. That's real. Yes, yes. He's, Marlon will roast you until you want to fight him. Like, I don't want to fight him. <laughs> <laughs> because he, he was filming. Um, He's going to be in the new Rate the Franklin movie with Jennifer Hudson. Yep. Right. So all he had was a mustache last month. So he had no facial hair. Nothing. Oh, so I walked in the room and looked right. at him. I was like, you know you look like the Pringles man, right? <laughs> <laughs> and then I went and sat on the couch. So when he gives you this look like, oh, that yeah, looks right there. Right. <laughs> it may not be right now, but I'm going to catch you when you slip. So I'm over there eating. I see him go live on Instagram. Like, oh, that's weird. So then he just hops up and puts the camera on my face. Look at you. Look at your shoes. You got lesbian shoes. <laughs> shoes. Then he called Shantae. He's like, Shantae. Y'all need to have a stud meet. Like, cause he got on your shoes. <laughs> oh. <laughs> but then I tried to roast him back. And he, he, he wouldn't cut the live off. I'm like, no, put it back up. Put, put it back up. He's like, he, that's how he is. He, he's, a, he's a character. That's funny. I bet. Well- well, I do want to say, like, as much as we've been spending time talking about, you know, all of them and everything, and we do appreciate you for enlightening us. And like you said, before this was done, you was going to put a smile on our face, and you did it to each and every one of us, Marlon. But to tell us a little bit about you, um, what's coming, what you got upcoming, when can we come to check you out at the comedy show? Oh, yeah, especially in the pandemic. Like, what is going on? Yes. It, it, it's, it's wild because I did have shows lined up, but when the moment when I saw DL pass out on stage, I'm like, there go the rest of my shows. Oh. They're gone, they're gone. Right when that happened, they was so, like, "Yeah, uh, man, we about to shut back down." We saw what happened. So a lot of clubs ha- have closed. Cause I still, I still seeing a, a few. They still hitting the road. Yeah, because I've been going to a couple comedy shows here locally. People still been performing. Yeah, uptown. I'm, 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 uptown. Actually, I'm actually featuring at Uptown the weekend of the 21st for comedian Double D at Uptown Comedy Court. Okay. Okay, August 21st. Yeah, the weekend of August 21st. So that Friday, Saturday, Sunday, I'll be there. But other than that, like. It's, it's been hard because people have been trying to get me to do like these Zoom comedy shows and and I'm not mm. against it, but I'm like, it's, it's, it's a different feeling because it's yeah. hard making people laugh on the camera. I'm like, I can't feel that. I got to feel that in my chest when I hit laughter. Yeah. So it, it's, it's harder, but that might be the new norm until things go back to you know normal. I didn't know there was a Zoom comedy show. Like I hadn't even heard of that, but. Everything, like it's, it's like, it's like the versus battles. Like these musicians, they they're not used to performing like, yeah. like with no audience. Like they're just in there. Just that's like DMX <laughs> when uh, Swiss Beats told them it was uh, two million. They was like, "Where's two million? I was obviously these hey, same man. ten people. He was already done. I was like, "Oh boy, the, yeah. the dog, the dog is taking a break." It was good. That was the best one. Is anybody offering um outside shows? 
Oh, I've seen I've seen people post that. I guess uh maybe they got a little inspired from uh Dave Chappelle. I've seen a comedian up in Detroit that I know post like an outside comedy show. Yeah, they've been they've been doing a lot of outdoor shows and concerts, um like like a drive-in style, like the movies yeah. back in the day. They've been doing that. So you can sit in your car and broadcast, but I'm like, man, I was at that dude at concerts that had to be around everybody. Like I'm like, we we in the we in the huddle. Let's go, let's go. But Social distancing, you know, but in, you right. know, in Atlanta, that don't exist because doing, <laughs> it does not. People been doing what they want to do in Atlanta, like the entire time. Because they was like, they was like, did Atlanta shut down? I'm like, look, we never shut down. They was out there doing donuts the entire quarantine. Chow. it was lit. So lit every night, absolutely. Okay, but um, okay, so Marlon, like you said, you got your event coming up the weekend of the twenty first, and they can just go to uptowncomedy.com to purchase tickets. Um, and how can they follow you and see how they can get information about you? Um, I'm on every social media website as Marlon Comedy, M-A-R-L-A-N Comedy. Check me out on everything: Snapchat, Facebook, uh, Instagram, Christian Mingle, everything. Y'all Christian Mingle. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on everything. Tinder, Marlon Comedy. Check me out. I'm OnlyFans, I'm on there. I'm on there. <laughs> okay, ladies, he did drop it all. Show, I might, hey, I might show one cheek. You got to pay, though. Uh-uh, you know what, <laughs> sir? Cheek. We got to mute you on that now. Uh, <laughs> y'all want to see Marlon's one cheek, okay? That nice black ass cheek. You go ahead and his OnlyFans <laughs> page, and y'all sign up. But no, seriously, Marlon, you've been a fun dude. I like that you gave us a lot of insight about comedy shit that we didn't even know so we appreciate you sharing your talent with us i know for sure i'm putting it on the calendar i'll be there to support i'm pretty sure all of us gonna rally up and be there to support you brother hey, hey pull up i got y'all yeah, yeah i got y'all you, oh, you want to on my list i'll okay. take care of y'all and we got the party with marlin okay well listen guys that was a little bit of the show we ain't done we got a whole lot more we still got our slap it or dap it coming up where q is gonna you know probably be dapping it but nevertheless though it's a lot in this show wow. We're going to take a quick break. So when we come back, we're getting I mean, to that all boy, of that. He better not be trash. I'll tell you oh, that. Oh, boy. Yes, all right, Mon. Appreciate you, man. Yeah. <laughs> all right. We'll be back here, guys, on Black Educated and Broke. I know we're, we're in a, a tough time where everybody's losing people. We're going through a pandemic. I just want everybody to, to be safe. Uh, I'm speaking from experience because I have lost a couple family members the past three months due to this. So make sure y'all just wear your mask, pray, and be survivors, man, because that's, that's all we're going to be in. I need y'all to just hang in there and we want to be back to where we once was. With everything going on, Black Lives Matter, to, to, to Hollywood falling, just be strong, be safe. And, uh, everybody want to be a rapper? But don't nobody want to rap? Well, we're going to give you a chance to rap on Slap It or Dap It. Send us your music, your MP3 to blackeducatedandbroke at gmail.com and we'll play it. What's even better is we're going to invite you to the show and then you can show the world and us what you got. You think you got what it takes? We're going to see. Lock ins. <laughs> yeah. Brandy was yeah. at them lock ins. Oh, she was locked in with Jesus, damn it, shit. Yes, she was right. locked in with Jesus. Hell, he on Joseph. Thank you for saying that. She was locked in with Jesus. I ain't seen Jesus, but she was locked in with him. <laughs> oh, you yeah. know what? Okay, we're going to take a pause here, guys. I know y'all. Okay, what's going on? First of all, thank you all for listening to Black Educated and Broke. And we were getting already into our Slap It or Dap It segment, but I'm going to let Q go ahead and take over from her. I, you know, I don't know if I could follow that. I kind of wish we had already started recording because this the kind of ammunition we be needing on Randy. Ooh, and now that I got somebody from her set, 
Yeah. <laughs> and, and Langston, you either went to Lincoln or Lancaster. And, and obviously, I wasn't wrong when I came to that premise. That, that's dope. Yo, Joseph, welcome to Black Educated and Broke, man. You here. Uh, you're an artist. You're a rapper. This is our Slap It or Dap It segment where we're going to play your music and you get to sit in and we get to tell you if we, we rocking with it or we not. We're going to keep it all the way funky. You feel me? I really, bro. I'm just humbled, man, to be a part of the show, man. It's an honor and a privilege to be on here, man. So, you know, I say that our humility, man, shit, let's do it. Let's make it happen. Chase that bag. That's what I'm talking about, man. Yeah, I was looking through. I see Chase That Bag Entertainment. That's your your company. Tell us a little bit about it. Yeah, man. Uh, I started that. Uh, I started Chase That Bag Entertainment LLC in 2019 of September 5 with the state of Texas. So any artists out there that's listening to this uh, show right now, you know, make sure you get your business taken care of, man. Make sure that you have a legit company that you ain't out here just, you know what I'm saying, screaming, get money records. You ain't got no paperwork, man. Make sure your paperwork right. But, yo, we started that company in 2019. Chase That Bag represents two things, two important things. It's creating generational wealth for your family, in addition to being the best expression of yourself. In order to make both of those happy, you got to be balanced in between the two. That's the most important concept in life. There we go. All right, Joseph, that's right. That's some free game. He ain't going to charge you for that. Hey, not at all. Reciprocity. We believe in sharing information, seeing everybody grow. You did? Chase That Bag. Oh, well, then I know this song about to be fire. Randy, you got the controls. Uh, you want to introduce the track that you sent us? We're going to play the dirty version. Let us know, you know, a little bit about it, and then we're going to play it. Yeah, most definitely, most definitely. Hey, man, we on Slap It or Dap It. This your boy Joseph Smith with Chase That Bag, you dig? Hey, we got the hottest single in Dallas. Up and coming hottest single in the United States, so we pushing for that. But right now, we got the hottest single in Dallas in the southern region, man. Run it up. Here we go, run it up, hit that. Get this money and take care of my peace. I 
can be an asshole. asshole. Gotta stay adjacent with the cash flow. Call me Michael Phelps with the backstroke. It's a bird, it's a plane, it's a Lambo. Run it up. Run it up. Yes, sir. Run it up. Look, beat. <laughs> nice bang. Uh, that's what's up. All right, man. We're gonna we're gonna go through. And we'll, I think I'm who I want to start with. I'm gonna start with Randy because y'all got the most history. Randy, what you think about the track? Okay, shout out to the background noise. But um, I actually, first of all, you know, that Joseph, they always try to tell me that I like everybody's music, you know, and that's fine. I don't care what the hell they got to say. But oh. the reality is, I did like the track, run it up. I was kind of thinking about rolling up when you were saying it in my head. Okay, but I liked it, and, I, and for me, the part, the season of my life, I am about chasing that bag. So I love it. It was straight out of Texas, Dallas, Texas. I love that I'm slapping it, and that's just what it is. Wow, just like that. Like that. Yay. I'm Bro, on. what you think, big dog? I'm gonna go ahead and slap that thing, man. That beat was hard as hell. What? You say that, pal? Ron slapped it. Listen, I Joseph did see Ron. He was bobbing his head. So I he was bobbing his head. I had a feeling. <laughs> yeah. Appreciate that, fam. I'm humble, bro. Thank you. That's what's up, Maya. I actually liked it. <laughs> I'm surprised at myself because I usually don't like rap. And it, like Randy said, it did have that Dallas, Texas flavor. Like as soon as I heard the beat, I was like, oh yeah, this is definitely something from Texas. Yeah. So, it was. It was nice. A little different. Little different introduction to trap Texas. I guess. <laughs> Trap Texas. <laughs> you know, you got Trap Atlanta, Trap New York. It's a Trap Texas. So I appreciate it. I'll slap it. I'm pretty Man, I'm humble, man. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Hey, uh, since we value Mike's opinion so much when it comes to music, I'm going to go next. What Mike is going to say. Uh, I'm going to get straight to the point. Uh, I did like that song. I did like that beat. It was different. I can't think of anything that I've heard similar to that. Uh, so Thank I would you. Uh, slap that song. That's a hey. song, Randy. If we was in huh? ready for a party in Club Gills, oh yeah, we would play it. We would. This would be in the in the mix. Heck yeah, yes. When we had to party on campus, so. Definitely slapping it for me as well. I'll second that too. Like when me and Randy be getting ready before we go out yeah. at the uh, crib and whatever, she plays something like this. So I do like, play that little. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I can I'm bump humble. that. I can bump that in the car. Yeah, I can knock that I'm in the humble. car. Oh, yes, sir. I appreciate that. I'm humble, fam. Thank you all. I truly appreciate that. Thank you. We got one more. My man might be. Uh oh. <laughs> Why y'all value my opinion? Y'all know, y'all know I'm not easily impressed by nothing. Right. You yeah, we know. Oh, see, I went on me. Um, <laughs> I'ma slap it. Oh, and the oh. reason, and the reason why, cause they they judge when it comes to music, but don't none of them ride in the car with me either. I ride by myself. Oh, uh, really? But I don't go out. I don't go out. So like when it comes to listening to music, I have to be, I have to be in in a mood. And I ain't had nothing to, nothing to drink today yet. 
Yeah. Usually I had me a, a little drink once I finished uh, working and stuff. I ain't had no drink, but that, that's one. That's a drinking song. So they go on my playlist yeah. of drinking. I don't have to go out. I I got I got two speakers in my house. I got the club yeah. in my basement. Yeah. I'm a slapper. Yeah. Already, bro. You I don't know about I don't know about Texas trap. Y'all talking about Texas trap? We're gonna party at the crib, man. We're gonna party at the crib, Mike. I don't know what Texas uh trap. Ain't no Texas trap. She just made that up. Maybe trap Dallas or something. It has this uh, it has a a southern flair to it when when the trap music the trap genre of hip hop got started. I mean, at the end of the day, each of each of these artists uh in that category, it's always something about the beat. And once yeah. you catch you with the beat, once you catch me with the beat, I listen to what you got to say, even if it's just the chorus. It, it's something that's gonna catch me. So I'm I'm slapping it. You Man, just I'm got five bro. yeses. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I'm humbled, man. I am truly, truly humbled, fam. Thank you. I'm humbled, man. Real talk, man. I appreciate that. I want to kind of give my opinion real quick before I let you go ahead and run it out there. You know, because Joseph, cause, yeah, I, like I remember us younger. Even I kind of had, I, now that you bought up the church, it's like, oh shit, that is how we met. Uh oh, watch this. Here we go. Shit, here we go. Here we go. She had a crush on a, and what me? She had a crush on a light skinned drummer <laughs> from Lancaster. From Lancaster. I think you think I was him. <laughs> <laughs> I was crushing a drummer, which we actually ended up dating. Okay, later on in years, we did. Yeah, but, yeah. But, I just, but, but even just to see you then and now, like you changed. I like that you taking your music stuff seriously. I'm glad that you reached out about it. And I mean, I just like to see that you've grown because I look at people back from the hometown and some of these dudes who is in the rap world, you know, they're not really trying to get back to the community. It ain't. It's a different kind of vibe, but to hear you, you're really trying to talk about positivity. You're trying to do stuff for the community, uh, Joseph. And I think that's impressionable. And I really like that you own it. And I am proud of you. I appreciate that. And that means a lot to me specifically, you know what I'm saying? Because we do have a history. And, you know, I tell everybody, man, you know, I've never said this on live. So no, I'm, I'm going to say it now, but I'm going to say it in all humility. You know, I don't do religion. I don't subscribe to the Jesus, et cetera, system. But I'll borrow a concept. When I say this, I say this in our humility, but I tell people a lot of times I feel like I'm a, a savior, like a Jesus character. And I only say that because, man, I want to do so much for people. I want to help people. I want to bless people. I want to motivate people. I want to inspire people. You know what I'm saying? And it's solely because I have the heart yeah. for it. You know what I'm saying? Like leadership and, and being able to do that and all that type of stuff, it boils down to your heart. What type of yeah. heart do you have? I have a heart of sacrifice. You dig what I'm saying? So ultimately, I started that company because I wanted to motivate people. I wanted to challenge people's thinking on a whole nother level to reassess what they've always understood, which is really tradition and systematic thinking. It don't have nothing to do with religion, but you got you got that's the creator in you, though. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Hey, I'm, you know, it's crazy, bro, because, you know, what I'm saying throughout the years, man, I've went through so much and seen so much and learned from so much, man, that. You know, I had to I had to really start um, holding myself accountable for how I would convey the information to someone so that they wouldn't think that, oh, I think I'm way up here and you down here. Yeah. But I'm just coming to a new level of consciousness, man, that it's the creator, it's the energy that's inside of me, man, that's challenging me to spread these messages that may sound abrasive initially when one hears it. But if you continue to listen, you will understand exactly where I'm coming from. Big dog Joseph, go ahead, boy. I ain't bad at you. 
I Facts. Facts. Yeah, I appreciate that, man. Shit, check me out at ChaseThatBag.com. You know, we got merchandise, man. We got the Chase That Bag shirts, man. We got a variety of shirts, man. Just We just want to be able to stay in people's lives, man, and motivate people on a whole nother level, man. So whether it's a nine to five, whether you're an entrepreneur, whether you're self-employed, you know what I'm saying? We just want to be able to motivate people, man, to chase that bag, put themselves in situations where they create residual income and all type of things, man, just to make sure that their family's straight. So definitely check out ChaseThatBag.com. We got all the music there, all the social media links are there. You know what I'm saying? We got videos. We got merchandise, man. It's there. We here. We here. We ain't going nowhere. Before you go, go ahead and drop all your social media links in case they, you know, feeling lazy and want to just go straight to an app and click on it. Yeah, most definitely, most definitely. You can go check me out at Instagram at the real Joseph Smith. Instagram at the real Joseph Smith. You can also find me on Facebook at Joseph Smith Music. That's Joseph Smith Music. You can also find me on YouTube at Joseph Smith Music. Um, you can also find my uh, my music at Apple Music. Um, just type in Joseph Smith, chase that bag, Spotify. We on all streaming platforms, free and paid. Uh, shit, we everywhere. You can't miss us. Okay, well, and I will say, I'm looking at your chase that bag apparel. And, you know, if you want to, you know, send some swag to Black Educated and Bro, we definitely oh, going to yeah. rep that for you to the fullest. Yeah, most definitely, most definitely, most definitely. I'll make sure I do that, man. Y'all let me know y'all sizes so I can get that to you. Okay, and I was just one thing I saw on Instagram, which I think Q can relate. When I'm gonna go ahead and let him wrap you out, though, because I saw you got on your Instagram and he's like, Candace Owens, FM Masa. Let's talk about Candace real quick. <laughs> and, you know, I looked at that, I'm like, Q had those same sentiments. So, y'all yeah. make sure y'all follow him because he be talking about some real stuff, not just music. And I see that yeah. now, Joseph. Good job. Yeah, yeah, that's real talk, man. Y'all check out that video I did about Candace Owens, FM Master. I be trying not to, you know what I'm saying, get on my man, shit. Check out that Candace Owens fucking Basel. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and that'll, that'll, that'll explain, goddammit, what's wrong with us, man. But I'm going to say this. When you're following my social media sites, you're going to hear things like me say, Jesus is not real. You'll hear me talk about things like voting does not work. It was never it was never fixed for us anyway. You'll hear me talk about how we, we don't live in a democracy. We live under a republic. You'll hear me talk and tell the truth about the electoral college. You'll hear me speak on all these different things. But ultimately, what I want people to understand is is that the solution boils down to separation. You dig what I'm saying? They say, well, what about happened? What, what about Tulsa, Oklahoma? When they did it, guess what happened? They bombed it. That was one city. It's never been practiced on a national scale. Separation. You know what I'm saying? We, we, we keep our dollars in our circle. We have our own banks. We have our own grocery stores. We have our own clothing stores. You know what I'm saying? We have our own. And we separate and we spend with our own. That's the key. That's what changes things. But you have to be disciplined. You have to be willing to let master go. You have to wake up and understand that you are a slave and that you are not really free, even though you think you're free. There That's the is. solution. There it is. Well, Joseph, we appreciate you coming through, my man. Dropping knowledge, dropping the track. Uh, shit. We'll catch you. Yeah. Yo, man, I appreciate it. I'm humble once again. Thank you for allowing me to be on this platform. Hey, man, I just believe this is the start of something, you know, of, of something that's going to continue. So, most definitely, man, I appreciate y'all, man. Hit me up, man. Rock with me for real. It's more than, it's more than, just, a, it's more than just a lifestyle. It's a mindset. Chase that bag. That's real. All right, well, it's been uh, – we had Joseph Smith on Slap It or Dap It, as y'all heard. 
Uh, he dropped some gems. We definitely slapped his music. And we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, I'm sure Randy's going to say something out of line. We're going to jump into my man, uh, Ron, because uh, he's got Ron's rundown here on Black Educated Bro. What's happening? What's happening? What's happening? Y'all already know what time it is. It's Joseph Smith, baby. Chase that bag. You did what I'm saying? Straight out the triple D Oak Clip. And you already know what I do when I want to stay tapped in. I tap in the black, educated, and broke, baby. Let go. Bow. They say beauty is in the eyes of the beholder, and all fine art starts with a vision. Through extensive research and studying, Barbie Dalming lashes are crafted to enhance your beauty inside and out. Unlike synthetic lashes you can find in stores or online, Barbie Dalming lashes are made with a soft cotton band, which makes them lightweight, comfortable, and easy to apply. Don't let me forget, you can wear these lashes up to 25 times with proper care. Get dolled up and shop at www. BarbieDowBeauty.com and ladies, Barbie is spelled B-A-R-B-E-E. See you later. Some of them men think they freak this like we do, but no, they don't. Make your check come at the next. Disrespect us, no, they won't. Yes, sir. It's your boy Ron bringing you Ron's Rundown. Nothing but that hip-hop fire and straight sports knowledge. Black Educated and Broke is now in the building. You should be too. Let's go. All right, guys, we are back here on Black Educated and Broke. Again, hoping that you enjoyed our Slap It or Dap It with Joseph Brown straight out of Dallas, Texas with Run It Up, okay, uh, who got all five slaps, which is, you know, a rare occasion. All right, but like my boy Q uh, teased it before the drop because I ain't going to say nothing crazy. I'm just going to toss it to Ron because this is Rundown, and I want to hear what he got to talk about. What's going on, kings and queens? Yes, indeed. It's time for the rundown. Uh, so first off, Randall, I believe you watching this Monday. Meg Thee Stallion took to her IG video. She let the fans know she was all right. Um, yeah. She did have to have surgery to have the bullets removed from both of her feet. Uh, she let everybody know she didn't do shit. She didn't put her hands on nobody, so she had no reason to get shot. Um, she also kind of went at the trolls a little bit, let them know that shit wasn't funny. And uh, speaking of trolls, she got an apology from Mr. Curtis 50, 50 Cent Jackson. Oh. He don't apologize for shit, but you know no. what I'm saying? He said he felt bad about it, you know, he apologized, so we you know, keep that moving. Did oh, y'all he hear this? Uh, he trolled he thought, he thought it was a joke. He didn't think yeah, that he was He thought it was planned, so he put she out She got like shot in both feet? Shot. I thought it was just one. Both. Was both of them. But it missed her bones and tendons, praise God. That's good. But uh, people showing showing much love to Megan, man. They letting they letting uh, Tory ass know they're not playing with him. I heard it's a petition trying to get his little ass deported to pack the candle. <laughs> oh shit! You fuck with Megan, but you got to That's go. That's not a boy. punishment. That is not a punishment. She need her toes up. Ron gonna do it. Look at him. He ready. <laughs> what? Ron ready. ready. Look, Look at him. Man. <laughs> so, man, y'all know oh, one of my most favorite things in the world is the Versus series, man, and that's locked in. Ricky Rose gonna take on two chains. It's gonna be uh, August 6th, man. So we're gonna see, we're gonna see who got the most hits. That's actually to me, I think that's a very good battle, man. I'm excited to see it. Why didn't we think of that? We was trying to wreck our minds on who could go against Ross. They both luxury rappers. I, I think we were stuck on the fact that it would either be T.I. or it could possibly even be Jeezy. Um, Hold on. We, does luxury rapper mean like you just talk about like uh money and stuff? That's what that mean or having nice things? That what luxury rapper mean? Yeah, he's pretty about much Maybach's nice and mansions yeah. and oh, okay. Oh, okay, okay. Rose and all you that. Didn't know either my Mike. campaign. Oh, okay. 
<laughs> drinking champagne on the airplane. Oh, okay. Now I get it. Right? <laughs> That's one thing. Bury him inside the liquor store, the jewelry store. Okay, I get it. Bury inside right. the Louis store. <laughs> Every store. All right. So speaking of the verses, man, T.I. is on 50 Cent ass. He is not playing with him. Uh, y'all know T.I. got the uh, podcast expeditiously. And uh, there's an episode called Sleep is for the Rich. So it's a couple things that T.I. addresses on there. He addresses how he ended up on that uh, on the uh, on TV WSB. with Keisha <laughs> on, on TV with Keisha the night of the riots and the uh, the protests. Uh, he addresses uh, y'all can stop calling that man a snitch because he addresses how his whole case went. So stop with the snitch shit. And uh, oh, he okay. went. In. I'm trying well, to figure out who did Keisha call him down there that day. That's all I care about because I'm yeah, not Keisha called. They okay. called. You should you should only be listening to black educated and broke. But anyway, period. I did that already. Anyway, <laughs> but uh, he also addressed 50 Cent. <laughs> he was going to 50 neck, but he is not playing. He won't fit in them 20 songs ASAP, baby. Mm, he is not right. playing. Also, man, I just want to run a couple possible battles by you guys. Uh, LL Cool J versus KRS One could be a possibility. Uh, LL Legend, versus legendary Jay-Z. for the OGs for the OGs. LL Cool J versus Jay Z. Maybe small, maybe that's an unfair battle. No, I don't know, man. I think that might be interesting. Ron, next. All right, Uh, it wouldn't be a battle. What y'all think about Buster Rhymes versus Missy Elliott? I would watch that. I would too. I I think that might be a good battle, right there. They were both very artistic in their uh, expression of their music, and that's true. And don't then don't limit Missy. I think a lot of times with, with with women in the industry, they limit them to only being. Uh, certain stuff, and then they want you only want to see a woman battle a woman, a man battle a man. But if you are a real Missy Elliott fan, she can go, she go toe to toe with anybody. That's that's true. All right, y'all remember that uh, Three Six Mafia was supposed to um, verse Bone, but that got postponed. I'm still waiting on that one to crank back up. And Mike, I'm praying to the rap gods we get that A Ball and MJG and UGK popping. Oh, I want that fire. one bad, brother. Classic, I want that man. one bad. That so, man. Thank the uh, sports guys, man. The NBA reset is here. It will be official start tomorrow. Uh, the first two games is going to be. I mean, not tomorrow. Okay. You mean it started on, uh, what was the date? Yesterday. Oh, what was the date? July December... 30th is okay. the official date. Thank you. So the first game is going to be the Utah Jazz versus New Orleans, the New Orleans Pelicans. Second game is going to be uh, LA Clippers versus the LA Lakers. Now, I might have to watch that game at Magic City. Give me some of them wings like Ooh. my boy Lou Williams did, baby. Where you man? Hey, Where you hey, man? It's almost that, August, so I think I'm going to risk it all, you know. Just, hey. That plate is expensive. <laughs> they don't come together. You got to buy it separate. Oh, you do? You know, That's you got, to, you got yeah. to treat yourself sometimes. Yeah, you got to buy the fish. You got to buy the chicken strips. And you got to buy the wings. Dang. How much you be? Like $30 for that? Listen, one of them is fifteen dollars by itself. Why? Oh my God, Atlanta. Yeah, it's, it's treat it's yourself. Real. Treat yourself. You're going to Magic City. Everything expensive in there. Right. <laughs> NFL training camp so officially started. The rookies and the veterans are there. So uh, the players have an option to opt out. Right now, the only one I've seen is uh, Philadelphia Eagles wide receiver Marcus Goodwin. Uh, he opts out for the season, but uh, you know, hopefully, we end up with a good football season. Two Chiefs players opted out. It's it's gonna be interesting, uh, cause yeah. your boy your boy in Tennessee he ain't showed up, man. Former Atlanta Falcon Vic Beasley, he all right? Y'all checked on him? 
He coming. He'll be there. Don't worry. Oh, about okay. He'll be I know you talk about the NBA. Can we shout out the WNBA? Hey, women play hard, man. I, yeah. I watch the WNBA. I, I prefer to see them live. I love uh, my the hometown team, Atlanta Dream. Uh, they got a victory. The other day. They, they got a victory of the night, man. So, well, sports is bad. We wanted it, and they're doing the best they can to keep them safe. So, hey, speaking I'm with of, it. Speaking of sports is back. September 12th, my ass is going to be in front of somebody's TV watching this here. This fight might be 15, 20 years past due. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Mike, oh, Tyson. yeah. Mike Tyson versus Roy Jones. Is that a Saturday? Uh... I didn't even check to see what that was is. Saturday. I might have a mask on. Fight part. It is a Saturday because my birthday is the next week on the 19th. It's a Saturday and you got to pay for it. You know, a long time ago, they said Jay, Jay Prince actually tried to put this fight together, but it never came through. But it's going to be an eight round exhibition fight on September 12th, man. I have got to see this. This is probably <laughs> they old one of the this biggest be boxing terrible. matches I've ever wanted to see. They need to wear football helmets or something. Yeah. <laughs> oh, y'all see Mike Tyson a... training? He's been looking, like, good. Like, he really been training. I think they, they got to be really throwing some hands. Now, I know 80-year-old people that train. That don't mean they can take a punch, though. Right. <laughs> but it's going to be on a pay-per-view as well as a multimedia platform called Triller. Oh, so okay. You can watch it that way. So, uh... I hate to end it this way, man, but on, on a sadder note, man, we lost uh, a hip-hop pioneer, uh, one yeah. of the founding members of The Roots, uh, Mr. Malik Abdul-Bassett. Uh, he dies at 47 years old today. Um, sad news to hear, man, The Roots are a legendary group, man. So, uh, a Co-founder with Quest, man, yeah. Condolences to the family, to the group, man. And uh, I say I hate to end it this way, man, but that's, that's a sad thing to go out with. And they still don't know. It's still, uh, I think the family's asking for privacy and uh, it's still unaware of um, what happened. Sad news. Yeah, they, didn't, uh, they didn't release how he passed yet, but uh, yeah. But uh, that's it for me on the rundown, man. Follow me on Twitter at FMI, at MRFYPM, man. All right. Thank you so much, Ron's Rundown. Really good. And again, guys, all of those stores can also be on our um, Instagram, which is Black Educated and Broke, on our Twitter, BEB Podcast underscore ATL, and on Facebook at Black Educated and Broke. All right, guys, we're getting ready to roll this thing on out. I know it has been a wonderful show. Before we wrap this out, Q, tell them how they can go back and hear other shows. You can go listen to us on iHeartRadio. You can listen to us on Spotify. You can even listen to us on uh, Apple Podcasts. But we're trying to get our views up, all right? We need one of them gold 1 million subscriber plaques off YouTube. So we need y'all to go on YouTube. We need you to subscribe. We need you to follow. Hit the bell so you know when we're dropping our new content. So I don't know how many ways I can say it. I think I'm going to learn to say it in, in German for next week. Oh, that'd be impressive. We'll get everybody, you know, bratwurst, beer, you know, something like that. I think that's that's pretty close. Oh, something <laughs> like bratwurst. Maya, <laughs> tell them on our website, uh, blackeducatedandbroke.com. What can they find there, girl? The Mayan Empire. New blog. Uh, yes. Yes, tell us more. Mm -hmm. Did you write that blog about what's going on, right? I did write it. I wrote it about... Um, Quarantine stuff, things to do while you're at home, shows, movies, books, recommendations. Comments on Instagram, 
let me know. Get me on Twitter. Let me know what else that you guys can watch or read during the quarantine. I'm always down for suggestions, and I will definitely crash along. Uh, Randy, you still there? Well, you know what? I guess we'll take a quick break and then we'll come back and uh, wrap this thing on up because that's what she usually do. She all right? That is what I what, see. <laughs> I'm, like, to me. I'm trying to figure out like who muted me. Like I heard everything. You, you run like, the board. Did. You run. I was the board. like, I was this like, was <laughs> this was that silence Marlon was talking about earlier. Like I was like, wait. You know what I can tell you? It was it was user error. It was my fault. I think I was trying to restart my video, and I think I muted myself. But no, thank you, Maya. <laughs> I heard you talk about your blog on uh, quarantining. Um, one other thing I did want to say though for next week's show, because look like we got some stuff going on here. Uh, we for, for one this uh, this weekend. I know the candlelight is it that what is the candlelight vigil and protest that's going on? Uh, we are one, and that's on August the first. Just to let you all know. Actually, that's this Saturday. If anybody is interested in going. Yeah, it's just a um, call for unity in the black community. And the flyer that the uh, people who did it, they recognizing everybody. I mean, from the killing of Rayshard Brooks uh, to the eight-year-old Sequoia Turner. Uh, of course, Breonna Taylor, who um, we still looking for justice. Mm -hmm. George Floyd, which is the reason this movement has just elevated and then, of course, here in Atlanta, we lost a uh, civil rights icon, uh, C.T. Vivian, and our congressman, John Lewis. It's just an opportunity that I think we need, even in the midst of what we're dealing with with this pandemic, uh, to come out, um, wear your mask, and be around people that you love, but celebrate uh, blackness. And I think yeah. that's a great thing. They're going to have the Georgia NAACP president, uh, Reverend James Woodall. He'll be out there. So I hope it's a good uh, turnout. Yes, it will be. And like I was saying for next show, another one of the teas is that, you know, we're hoping to get a behind the scenes. And um, I know you always hear our other correspondent, Shanae, who's in California. I want to say she might be down here next month live in Atlanta, and she'll be here to do the show with us. But for people who do have an actor or someone in the arts that you know, like, let us know. You think they should be on our show? We encourage you to send us uh, something on social media, or you can even email us at blackeducatedandbroke at gmail.com. Anybody listening to the show, if you know someone that you feel is a good fit, whether they're an artist, whether they're a business owner, whether they're a rapper, a singer, share. We want to put everybody out. Let everybody know and put you on the biggest platform because that Black Educated and Brave, we, you know, we say that, but we're about giving back and bringing the culture back. So we want to celebrate you. So, guys, I hope you enjoyed the show. Again, thank you, Joseph. Thank you, Marlon. Thank you all for all the positive things and the laughs and the stuff that you put on us. And on that note, it's been your girl, Randy O. Mike B. It's Maya. Your boy, Ron. Glad I'm getting these sports back. Ah, <laughs> uh, and it's the takeover, man. We out. Hey. <laughs> Black Educated and Broke is a weekly entertainment podcast where we mix hip-hop headlines and all things ATL into the success of black millennials in black culture.